Welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast, where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace. And now your host, Andre J. Benjamin. What's going on, everyone? CEO of Destiny. I am your host, Andre J. Benjamin. I am so glad today that you are listening to this podcast. Today, I am excited to bring you something that is close to my heart. We're going to be talking about clarity, vision and clarity. Uh, I'm going to talk about how clarity is important. The Bible says, without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, the people cast off restraint. Without a vision, the people have no boundaries and no parameters to be able to see where they're going. So clarity is power is principle number one. I know so many people throughout life are walking around and they are bumping into perpetual obstacles, despondent, stressed out, anxious, feeling deflated when things happen to them. But you have to ask them the question, what is your vision? Where are you going? Where are you headed? What is your goal? And most people can't ask the answer that honestly. Most people can complain about the things they don't like, but people seldom can tell you what they do want and where they're going. The Bible says that vision is something that comes from within. This is not something that is going to be external. It's not going to be something that happens from you. It's a revelation that happens that the Father opens up your eyes, the source opens up your eyes and he shows you what he's deposited in you when he gives you clarity. Proverbs 16.1 says, The plans of the heart belong to man, but the reply of the tongue comes from the Lord. So this lets us know that God has made a partnership commit with, with humanity that we would be the ones responsible for the planning. We would be the ones responsible for casting vision. We would be the ones responsible for setting the course and the pathway on which we want to go. We'd be the one that say, you know what, this is my internalized, clear mental image of my preferable future. I'm going to say it again. This is my internalized, clear mental image of my preferable future. This is my preferred future. Here's the future I prefer. This is something that's so tangible. Um, somebody called it in the exponential organizations. It's a phenomenal book. The author said it's like a massive transformational purpose. What is the vision that drives you and compels you? What gets you up out of bed in the morning? What helps you to drudge through the mundane? What helps you to persevere through the obstacles and the setbacks and the letdowns? What helps you to uh, plow through discouragement? What helps you to get past mediocrity and into the land into the land and the area and the arena of execution to where you get up and you actually produce something that has value, that has worth, that makes impact? So I want to encourage you to Today, to begin to think about vision. I want you to look in your side inside yourself and say, what is going to be something that happens to that 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 opens your eyes to what your true vision is? See, my vision determines my destiny. Therefore, I must make sure that I have clear vision. My vision determines my destiny. If I have a lack of ability to see where I'm going, then I'm going to meet obstacles and I'm going to fall on many occasions. I'll fail. No, no, no plan 
It's one of three reasons why people fail in life. No plan, no commitment to the plan, move too slowly. Number one is no plan, no vision, no clarity. Bumping against the wall, frustrated. Ask people what they want to be in life, where they want to end up in the next five years. And it's like asking a, uh, a uh, something that is secretive. Like it, You know how people ask what your, uh, how much money you make or your political affiliation or, you know, what are they, they say, don't talk religion, don't talk politics, don't talk money or something like that. Those, those are the areas, right? So these taboo things or when someone's talking about their health even um, on a specific level, it's hard for people. So talking about people's vision, people love to complain and love to talk about how they don't like what's going on, but you say, what do you really want? Where do you want to be? If you hate your job, what would your ideal job look like? Okay, well, if that's what it would look like, why don't you go create that job? And if you don't want to create it, why don't you look for a company and or, or make a proposal to the company you're at to construct that position? Why don't you start solving those problems? Well, lack of vision. Um, and, and what do we need to do? We need to have clear vision. We need to write the plan. We need to write the vision. Habakkuk 2 says write the vision and make it plain so that the hero can run with it. We need to take time, set ourselves apart, go. I remember I was challenged to do this when I was about 20, 21 years old. Dr. Miles Monroe came and said, Take time. Write your vision out. Get out of your comfort zone. Go to a place where nobody can disrupt you and disturb you. Cut off the electronics. Get there bare before God. Have a pen and a piece of paper and begin to pour your heart out on that paper. Where are you headed in life? I was so terrified to do that. I was so measuring myself by everyone else. I was just in this almost uh, haze of feeling discouraged because I thought that I really had nothing to put on those pages. I remember going to bed anxious. I remember leaving that meeting where he had shared that and he had challenged the group that was there to go and do it and feeling like, ah, oh, there's no way I can do this. What would I do? He talked about how his own personal life vision was about 20 pages and when he did it, he was so grateful he had. And I, I was definitely thinking that I was not even close to that. I went to bed that night and I said, Lord, I have nothing. I had a pen and paper and tried to do it before bed. I laid in bed, started to go to sleep, and it was like the Lord spoke to me and woke me up. And then he gave me a paragraph. I got my first paragraph and I was so excited. I said, man, that is something that I want to do. I don't really, I forgot that I really wanted to do that. I said the next day, I didn't have a vehicle. I got on the bus, went down to where I needed to go. I went to a library of which I grew up in, in an old neighborhood, went to that library, turned off my cell phone, which was nowhere near where the phones are now, so it wasn't like carrying a computer in your pocket, but I turned off my cell phone, and I sat there quietly, and I think I sat there for about two hours, and nothing happened, and I was frustrated because I said, oh my goodness, I have nothing. Then all of a sudden, it was like a flood. An idea popped in my head, and then another one. I jotted that down, and then another one. And then I started to remember things that I wanted to do as a child. And then I remember how I wanted to make impact on people's lives. Then I remember how I wanted to do some writing and publishing. Then I remember how I wanted to speak in front of people. Then I remember how I wanted to impact education. Then I remember these areas of edutainment and media and areas of, of touching families and areas of going out and raising up uh, people in the marketplace, leaders, a Joseph company, of people who would give God a return on the, his investment. These things started to come to me and I was set ablaze with a fire. I left there. I spent almost six hours, I believe, that day. And I came home with 10 pages, 10 pages, 10 pages to now move ahead. 10 is the number of fullness. We got 10 fingers, 10 toes, right? It is that number of fullness. That is powerful to me. I was encouraged. I was strengthened. I was emblazoned. I was emboldened, 
with 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 a new joy and a new zeal that I had something worth living for. I could talk to people about it. I talked to my friends about it and some of them didn't care. I talked to others and they were, wow, that's crazy. I can't believe you took the risk and did it. And I went and I started to decide where I wanted to go with my life based upon what was written in my vision. So I'm challenging you this episode to dig into what the questions that you need to ask to change your course. Number one, do you know where you want to go? Where do you want to go? Number two, do you know what you want to achieve? Number three, do you know the desires of your heart? Have you done an inventory? Number four, what is the course that you are going to take to reach your dream? Number five, are you on the course that you set if you've already set that course? How closely are you on that course? How, how committed to you to fulfilling and staying on that course? Number six, is the course you are presently on taking you to your destiny? If not, what do you need to do? Number seven, are the things you are presently doing leading to your dream, to your vision? The books that you're reading, the shows that you're watching, the movies you're watching, the things you're listening to, the things that you do in secret. Are they currently leading you to your destiny? What needs to change? Number eight, how have you been distracted or detoured from your dream? What are the things that have taken you off course? And number nine, are you currently satisfied? If you were to rate yourself on a scale of one to ten, are you satisfied? How satisfied are you with the course that you're currently on? These are very, very powerful. The Bible says if we keep our minds stayed upon him in Isaiah, Isaiah 26, I believe, verses 3 through 5, he says keep our minds stayed upon him. He will keep our mind in perfect peace. Our mind will be in perfect shalom when we are stayed on the Father. We are responsible, Proverbs 61, for making the plans. God's the one who directs the steps. Psalm 37 talks about the ultimate fate of humanity, of the righteous humanity, is that God wants us to inherit the territory called earth. He wants us to take the real estate of the planet. He wants us to cultivate it, to beautify, and actual nations he's handing over to those who understand how to steward. They will be rulers. Those who understand how to yield to his authority currently, they will walk in the next area in in the in the in his kingdom government they will be the the rulers of the territory so if you don't have a plan any young person will listen to this and i can say and when i say young i mean young at heart you could be 99 years old 110 years old and you have a young heart if you're still breathing oxygen and you still have optimism concerning what god told you to do if you don't have a plan god cannot steer you and guide you do not ask god to guide you if you don't know where you want to go if you don't know where you're going to go, don't ask God to guide you because he wants to guide you based upon the plan that you put. Genesis 2, it says, now that God brought the animals to Adam to see which he would name them. And whatever he named them is what he called them. Psalms 115 verse 16 says, the heavens, even the highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to the sons of man. So you and I are called to steward the earth. You and I are called to inherit the nations. You and I are invited to partner with him in the planning process of our life. He shows us our destiny, our ultimate outcome. He gives us the clarity, the gifts, the talents, and the abilities. He shows us our end, and then he says it's up to you how you want to get to it. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but it is the Bible. He came to Solomon and asked Solomon that one amazing question that he said, Solomon, what do you want? Ask me what you want. And he told him, 
Give them that clean slate. That was the Solomon question. What do you want? So I'm asking you today, do you have a clear vision? What is your clear vision? Have you ever thought and taken and embarked upon the journey of beginning to write out the vision? Have you begun to empty your heart before the Lord and say, Father, what did you put inside of me? What are the desires? What did you put the dreams? What are the aspirations, the abilities? What are the motivations? And if I have the wrong motives, I come before you. Search me, oh God. If there be any wicked way within me, help me to purge. He will weigh our motives. Go back and study Proverbs 16. Read the whole chapter, especially those first nine verses, and talk about how he says committing our works, committing our plans, examining our motives. Check to see where you're at. I want to encourage you with this episode. I want you to look at many examples in scripture. You can see when Paul, he went with zeal and he had passion and vision and his vision wasn't right. And God came and interrupted through Jesus. Jesus interrupted him, blinded him, knocked him off of his vehicle, that he was on the wrong vehicle, on the wrong pathway. He blinded him for three days. And then he was filled with the spirit. Ananias laid hands on him. He was filled with the spirit and received heavenly vision. And the scales came off of his eyes and he was released to go and change the world with new vision. And God wants to give you vision. He wants you to have clarity. He wants you to know this is your destiny, but you've got to choose how. So God gave Paul vision. He said, this is who the revelation of who you really are. This is your destiny. This is what you're going to do. And he spoke to him with clarity. But guess what? Paul had to decide how he was going to go about it. That's why it said he would go to, he would go to regions. He was pressing towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He stayed in his line. He was pouring his life out as a drink offering. He was going to different regions. He was writing letters while he was in prison on house arrest. He was going to people, raising up leaders, appointing elders, laying hands, releasing people. He even had to be forbidden by the Holy Spirit to go to certain places is because of his zeal. He had his plans, but he laid his plans before the Father to see what was the reply of the tongue that came from him. Are you doing the same? Are you willing to take the risk? Signing off for this episode, I hope you've enjoyed. Let me know your feedback. Get back at us. Uh, email us. Message us. Go to the website. Do us a favor. If this was a benefit to you, subscribe. Subscribe so we go higher in the rankings. Leave a review. Um, check out the website, ceoofdestiny.com, and get the resources that are available for you. We thank you for your participation in this episode. Spread the word. Let others know about it. And if you hate these episodes and you don't like it, let's keep it our secret. All right, thanks. Go out and write the vision. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to ceoofdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.